this is T.W. Warren, and welcome to part two of The Diablo Sauce Made Me Do It, a one-shot in the Land of Cheese and Sauce uh, cinematic universe. <laughs> uh, watch out, Marvel, we're coming for you. Uh, like I said, I am T.W. Warren. I am your GM for this session. We are using the uh, micro RPG, or it's not really a micro RPG, but it's a micro OSR game, Cairn which you can find at karenrpg.com. Now, before we get into the rest of the session, I'm going to hand it off to uh, our major players so they can all introduce themselves. Uh, let's start off with the founder of this beautiful network. Nick, go ahead. Uh, your rat-faced uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr., if you will. Uh, I'll be playing Thicker Tees. Uh, please just call me Thick. I am a uh, portly man with curly hair, with a rat-like face, and a um, nice little uh, birthmark at the tip of my nose to make me uh, to, to really emphasize the rat-like part. Uh, he's a former burglar and um, enthusiastic kazooist, and uh, he's not bitter at all. Um, but yeah, that's that's who I'll be playing. Uh, and if I could plug anything, uh, please check out the Cheesy Gordita Bunch podcast. We are a Taco Bell inspired podcast, and we just finished up our second part on the Baja Blast. And believe it, or believe it or not, rich people take credit for making colors. Yeah, yeah. One guy was like, "Yeah, I'm very happy because uh, I basically invented this Baja color." And we're like, "Friend, that's that's just teal." Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> that's that's deal. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's that was a really fun part. Uh, we did two uh, two episodes on the Baja Blast history. So please check it out. Uh, we're pretty much everywhere you can listen to in the land of cheese and sauce. So Spotify, Audible, all that good shit. Um, but sweet. Thank you. Yep. Fantastic. All right, Chris, take it away. Hello, I'm Chris Conger and I'm playing Bronwyn Weaver. Uh, the only legitimately religious member of the group, it wow. seems, who is uh, very devout, um, you know, had her life turned around after some trauma and found the church and is very willing to, you know, help out in whatever way she can. Very tall and strong and kind of quiet, but, you know, trying her best, uh, tear shit up with a crossbow. But is uh, you don't want to be on her bad side, but you know she tries to tries to ha show restraint. So um, I last time described her sort of as a visual combination of like Abby from The Last of Us with like uh, the oh my god I'm spacing on her name the tall lady from Game of Thrones. Brianna uh, Brianna Toth. Toth. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my god. Yes, Brianna Toth, and then um, the person on the left-hand side of the potato eaters painting by Van Gogh. Imagine a combo. Of that. So, um, so yeah, that's Bronwyn. And that's all I got. So I'll pass, pass For an along. audio medium, oh, that right, is yeah. the perfect description. Yeah, yeah. No, I 100%, like, I think everybody goes, ah, got it. Uh, one thing I awesome. love is that you essentially confirm people who turn to religion is because they don't know how to deal with uh, past emotional traumas. Yeah. So thank you for making that brave statement. No problem. <laughs> I'm not a uh, hero, but if you want to call me one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like a true colonist. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. I All believe the right. word hero was used. 
now I'm going to hand it off to one of my favorite fellow players, Jess. Oh, Your me. turn to introduce yourself. Yes, you. Okay, wow. I thought we were doing it in alphabetical order. I wasn't ready at all. Um, <laughs> but that's fine. Hello, everyone. Um, don't worry, I was also born two weeks late, so I'm not ready for anything, ever. Um, I'm Jess Green, and I'm playing Moralil Smythe, who um, claims to be... She's claimed to be 45, 55, 67, and it just keeps getting higher, but she's probably about 18. Um, <laughs> uh, she claims to be kept young by the power of her all-purpose tonic, <laughs> uh, which definitely hasn't resulted in anybody shitting themselves to death next to a tree. Um, we've learned so far that um, she is flaky and deceitful, but has a soft spot for anyone who is even a little bit kind to her. Um, and that she is convinced there's something evil in the forest that has doomed this whole colonialism thing. Um, little does she know that colonialism is actually doomed anyway, so yay! Um, <laughs> and she spent a lot of last session just running around being a coward and laying plans um, I think she's a lot of fun to play uh, but in terms of looks she's dark haired very hungry looking got some new tattoos that she likes to hide under her sleeves um, and Jess looks kind she just looks kind of hurt and hungry and ready to hurt other people um, always with her scythe nearby wonderful wonderful honestly great character uh and such a beautiful uh antithesis to uh uh pepper to pepper yeah it's, yeah it's wonderful seeing such a vicious character come from you <laughs> <laughs> and now last but not least you know them as Maisie flats from the land of cheese and sauce joining us for the second half of this one shot Katie, take it away. Taking it away. My name's Katie Stanberry. Like I said, I play Maisie. But today I'm going to be playing Tezza Crete, who is a very slender, um, I've got very elegant chainmail on, and they kind of look a little out of place in the part of the world that they're in. Uh, their hair is very well kept. I will point that out. Despite being out in the wilderness, they keep it up. Um, I don't really have anything to plug, so I'm okay with just getting right into it. All right, fantastic. All right. So to catch everybody up on uh, what happened last session, which if for some unthinkable, ungodly reason you didn't listen to the first half of a one-shot, we're going to hand it <laughs> over to Nick, who's going to catch everybody up. Uh, yeah, so this is for all those weirdos, those freaks. Um, so yeah, we started... Um, I don't I don't exactly remember where we started, but we are headed to the uh, uh, the dewdrops um, up in the north panhandle of the land of Yum, and we are escorting a uh, a figurehead, Picante, uh, Father Picante, with uh, Slovenius and um, um, like a worshipper of Bell Nation. And we are there to uh, colonize the region, you know, bring God to these people. And uh, we first had a journeyman uh, who was who had taken the lead, um, guiding us through the panhandle. And uh, as we were discussing the second book of Slovenius uh, on this treacherous journey, um, 
he fell into a hole. Yeah, he fell into a hole instantly. Um, that, that like, definitely put a damper on the party from there on. Um, so we were ordered to go around the hole and continue our journey. Uh, in doing so, uh, Brunwyn saw two two people uh, running to like uh, running through a uh, through a trail. Um, myself, Thick, and Brunwyn, as well as two mercenaries, decided to go uh, meet those people to see if we can't take shelter or you know get to get to know the lay of the land. In doing so, we come across this uh, this inn. Uh, it was described to us by the map as the Rue Keepers Inn. Um, and when we get there, we hear a whole cacophony of animal sounds and, uh, we go to knock on the door, this big metal door that has like, uh, uh, uh I don't know how to describe it. Like, I, I want to, yeah, yeah. A little, uh, a little, yeah, a little port. I don't know what it's called. A little, uh, the little, what's the password sliding. Yeah. Yeah. Window. A little sliding, sliding window. There you go. A little sliding window. <laughs> Um, and we're greeted by this really rough man who has scars all over his hands. He's telling us there's no vacancy and, uh, um, um, shit. And then like, it smells like animals in there and like, oh Drummond's yeah. trying to bribe him to get more info. And then the guy runs up. Yes, and uh, in doing so, uh, we kind of scatter, and we hear this bestial creature um, who sounds like a pig and a man and a gorilla, and they're trying to get it into the into the mansion. The the people see that we're still there observing them, uh, so we book it back to the convoy, and uh, uh, the in root keeper sends people to. Um, to basically stop us and I assume kill us, probably more than likely kill us. They they were pretty aggressive. Um, so we get back to the caravan and uh, we try to warn people. <laughs> and apparently, uh, uh, Moralil had sold some snake oil to uh, her friend Merv or Marv, um, and he apparently drank like the whole bottle right then and there and had the shits. So while he was shitting his brain out, his brains out, he was um, in brain pale. singular. Poor Mara. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was pretty dumb. Um, <laughs> Sounds um, good. Yes. Uh, he <laughs> he was uh, killed by one of those guards. He was impaled by a spear, and that's when we were on attack. Uh, Bronwyn was a complete badass. Uh, she had taken out, I think, two of them um, with the help of Thick. While Moralil went to the back, grabbed the cart with all the supplies and the Pope, and like took him hostage and booked it. Um, yeah, once we had taken care of all of the the assailants, we'll call them the rude people. Um, Moralil came back um, and she killed the Pope. Well, yeah, yeah. We also we tried to help wrangle that beast. Well, Bronwyn did, which was kind of dumb. But oh like, yeah, very unsuccessful. And then yeah, yep. And then got pretty hurt in the attack. And then Moralil tried to like heal her in exchange for uh, Bronwyn's wolfsbane. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just you know, I mean that's like one that. way to describe what happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could even be the truth. Who knows? <laughs> 
yeah, so I mean, yeah, that's that's. You know what, what would make it clearer? A good dose of Moral Smythe's all-purpose tonic. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so we're gonna jump into part two of this session now. Uh, for those of you, uh, so I'm gonna consider the break between episodes to be considered a uh, a rest. So those of you who took HP damage, go ahead and restore that. Um, for those of you who have um, ability score deduction from being attacked, you are now suffering fatigue. So in one of your open um, inventory slots, go ahead and write fatigue into it, taking up one of your uh, your uh, your inventory spaces. Can I? combine my twine with something else now that my wolfsbane's gone because otherwise I don't have an open slot <laughs> uh, what do you have a torch a saw a sling a hammer three days rations and then a bundle of twine in wolfsbane um you could always wrap the twine around the handle of the hammer it's kind yeah. of uncomfortable yeah, I'll, I'll allow... You know, here, let me roll. So on, I'm going to roll a d6 on a 5 or a 6. I'm totally cool with that. And then if not, cool. we're just going to... Okay, yeah, roll the 5, so you're fine. Cool, Alrighty. And then I will just put fatigue in its place. You have all uh, rested. There are a... Uh, like from the end of last session, there are a couple of people... Uh, from the caravan who are still sticking around, most of the expanded party has left. Uh, you have the ship boys, uh, a, one or two of the um, the clergy, and then one or two other mercenaries just kind of hanging around. Um, has has the Pope been discovered, or is, is he just still in his... That's I said he refused question. to be seen. Uh, I spoke to the shitty boys. That's right, that's right, that's right. Let's do another roll. I'm going to do a percentile. Um, so let's say, do we want to split this 50-50, or do we want to split... Well, I mean, it's been a bit, so I feel like people would be curious about what's going on with the Cardinal Pope character. So let's split it 60-40. Uh, 60 or below... Somebody has discovered the fate of the cardinal. 43. <laughs> so while y'all were resting and everything was going on, um, from the uh, from the far end of the party where the coach was at, you hear a loud and shrill scream as one of the clergy members is peeking into the caravan tent that the Pope was staying in. Uh, Ooh, sound to wake up to. I guess we're all sharing a tent or something. Like, are we sleeping outside in on bedrolls or? Yeah, because uh, if you remember last session, you all set up tents on either side of the road to keep yourself off of the road, but still within vicinity of each other. Oh man. Yeah, Bra Bronwyn is like alert and awake and wants to go see what's going on. Oh, could we say it before we went to sleep? 
I would have put, if I can't give your wolfsbane back to you, I would have just said, the wolfsbane is by your bed, don't roll over it when you're sleeping or you will get severe chemical burns. Night! Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. If Don't uh, touch it. <laughs> okay. If Brownwind's cool with it, yeah, okay. You didn't use it all for the tonic? I, I was just looking at it. I, I'm at a game. Like, oh right. You don't actually need that much. Okay, cool. So I still have most um, of it. Yeah. You, you have the vast majority of it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. I just wanted to. Um, I mean, I thought I saw a sprig of wolfsbane out in the wood when I was with Merv. God bless his soul. Um, and. I wanted to just double check so we can avoid it because it's actually really toxic. Uh, oh. Okay, well, I'll be very careful with it. Thank you. Bronwood just has it loose in her pocket. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, where did I put my change? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. actually, I'll put it with go... my fatigue. No. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh. No, it's okay. <laughs> and before we go to sleep, if, if Thick and Bronwyn are around... Just like when the light is dying down and it's like dregs of our tea and everybody's drowsy and soft and suggestible um, and still suffering from blood loss and shock and whatnot, um, Moral would have told you that she found a sign in the woods. Um, I found that a little silver token in the shape of Slovenius, but not the Slovenius that we worship now. And I've been thinking, you know, of everything that's been happening, I really do think it's a sign. A sign about what? Well, just think about what we've been through. Going through the forest, losing our guide immediately, the Pope leading us into danger, to death. I mean, I think it sounds like Glenn Bell's, um, you know, putting us through the ringer to test our faith. Yeah. I think that it's not just testing our faith. I think... He's testing our reckoning. patience. Oh, yeah, totally. Reckoning. A definitely. purification. I think we've lost our way. I think we've lost the path that we were meant to be following. Not just, you know, literally, but spiritually too. I think So like we, the journeyman wasn't believing enough? I think our mission I think our mission was just pride. It was pride. It was poorly thought out. The Pope didn't think about our safety or what God wanted. You know, he talks about God, but I've never seen him pray. I just want to say, I've been saying that from the very beginning. You know, uh, I said that before we left that they're sending us yeah, out you for did. a death mission. Exactly. Thank you, Thick. In fact, this is mostly based on what you've been teaching me as we've been walking along this dark road, says Morrell, batting her eyelashes. Um, Don't take too much from me. I'm just going to say obviously, that up top. I, Yeah, I just, I defer to your wisdom as a, as my elder. Um, uh, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. As you know, I'm 65. <laughs> um, what I'm saying is this. All of these disasters befall us, and then we get a symbol of light. And that symbol is Slovenius. As he should be, as he was before he got polluted. I don't know what this means or how to interpret it, but I don't think we can safely ignore it. And I don't think that 
we're gonna survive unless we figure out what it is Slovenius really wants. Because clearly this isn't it. Uh, I want to quickly retcon and say that that is when, after that statement, is when the scream from the Cardinal's tent bellows out into the woods. <gasps> I think that is the beautiful moment for that to happen. All right, Moral jumps. Pulls we have close to make to the sure fire. they're okay. Bronwyn, you got fucked up. Don't get up. <clears throat> I literally just showed. I just showed you. Oh my god. Bronwyn limps. At no. Bronwyn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna follow behind Bronwyn, um, like kind of peeking behind her. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm imagining a sound like wet sellotape. Like as all the all the sewing and healing I did comes undone, I'm like, no. <laughs> well, do you? I mean, if you want to go ahead, but someone needs to make sure they're all right. There's um, there's a few mercenaries up there. Vic, why don't you go? You know, you're such a giant of the faith. Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah. Um, Should sure. We go Bru- together, Brunwyn. Oh if, yeah. Okay. If, if you're scared. We can all go together. I'm definitely scared. We should definitely go together. Oh, shit. Moralil forgot that she couldn't appeal to the pride of someone who doesn't have any. <laughs> um, yeah. This isn't Arthur. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, right. I, need to, I need to fix my um, my methods. All right. She pulls a blanket around her shoulders and she's like, Bronwyn, lean on me. Thick, lean on me too. Um, I'm going to let y'all go first. I'll be behind. No worries. Side eye. Morilla will go with you though. Uh, and I nervously pull out my kazoo. Uh, I'm not going to play it, but I, it will be in my mouth to emphasize my breath. <laughs> it's like as you uh. breathe in, it's like. So as you approach the area of the screaming, you see uh, two of the mercenaries standing outside of the tent with two members of the clergy just on their knees in front of the cart, uh, holding each other, crying and praying. What happened? As uh, the mercenaries are kind of whispering to each other. What's What's going going on? on? Uh, The Cardinal's dead, it appears, says one of the uh, mercenaries breaking from the conversation. It's a sign. Wait, Picante's dead? Uh, the uh, One of the clergy women screams and goes, Oh, Lord, he's dead. And just starts keening with how hard they're crying. Ooh. May, may I happened? see the body? You gonna lick the fingers? <laughs> Morlo, please show some respect. Show some, show some respect. Picante has just died. His body's not even I mean, cold. Uh, I'd like to see his body. Yeah. So, uh, the uh, one of the mercenaries opens up the tent. As you approach, the first thing you're hit with, you're hit with, is the foul odor of death that has easily been <gasps> baking inside of this tent all night. Uh, does he have his rings on still? Yes. Oh my god, you're joking! Uh, uh, so, uh, I do want to describe 
the the body as uh briefly and hopefully not as horrific as possible um it laying in the bed of the cart tent is the cardinal mouth foamed uh burns uh discoloration all across his uh chin down his neck uh his body has become severely bloated uh not immensely but it's definitely there's a little bit of bloat going on he probably pooped himself as well right um uh let's roll i mean he suffocated <laughs> so yeah you know what that's true i'm gonna do yeah, that's definitely. There's also the uh, uh, the foul smell of uh, excremental release. Okay, it's when I open up the the tent, I, I hit by this smell, I instantly cover my face and my mouth. Um, um, can I have you roll a willpower just because of how? Uh, yeah, you gonna f- throw up. Yeah, remember <laughs> you're trying to roll under your ability score. If you catch it in your hands, it's not sacrilegious. I got a one! <laughs> Alright, yeah. So, stone-faced, you just peek into this tent. It's not the first time I've stolen from a dead body. So... <laughs> That's um, true. So, I'm going to... Um, I was like... I'm sorry, I need some, some time with, with the father. And I'm going to go ahead and shut the tent behind me. And... Um, what what's around me? Are there any chests? Or what you know? What what can I see? No, nothing. Just a, a cot and yeah, his yeah. bloated body. Yeah, this is the cart that he was rolled on during mm, the okay okay uh, the traveling. So it's just enough for him to like barely comfortably sleep in. Okay, perfect. So I'm gonna go ahead and just snatch those rings off of them. All right, fingers. Uh, them fingies. I'm gonna have you do a. So when you first go for the rings, you notice that uh alongside some of the bloat rigor mortis has set in. So the ability to bend his fingers, which are uh, clenched up in kind of a, uh, almost a claw, like if he, you know, yeah, like if he was trying to fight his way to survival. Okay. Um. So it is, when you first kind of snug at them, the, the hand kind of fights back. Okay. Uh, do I have to roll a strength? Or can uh, I... S- I'm going to have you roll uh, a dexterity. Interesting. Yeah. I got a four. My dex is a 10. All right. Yeah. Uh, So you are able to slip off one of the first rings from this, uh, (laughs) from this corpse. How many rings are there? And Uh, there's at least three rings on each finger. Okay, I'm gonna try to take all the rings. And does he <laughs> is does he wear a, a a necklace or an insignia, gold insignia, anything like that? Uh, yeah, there's there's more like palpable uh, jewelry around his neck. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm gonna take all of it. All right. Uh, so for that one, I'm gonna have you roll uh willpower. All right. I got a, a 17, and my will's an 11. All right, fantastic. Uh, so you try to snag more rings off of this corpse, uh, and that's when you hear the first jointal pop of this rigid hand. Uh, enough, yeah. Uh, uh, and the first time it happens, it doesn't really throw you off, but when you try to pull from the other rings, the creaking and cracking of these uh, rigid joints are enough to kind of start to finally churn your stomach for right. uh, as long as you've been fighting Uh the hands combined with the stench combined with the keening of the women outside of the, uh, 
of the cart, it just becomes too much for you. Uh, can I turn around and yell for Brunwyn? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to poke my head out of the tent. Uh, more little Brunwyn, do you mind joining me? What of you course. doing, Brother Thick? A, a prayer circle. I, I think that's going to be necessary uh, for for him to make entry through the uh, through the Taco Bell, you know, opening. Morrill gives you a look, the like con person to con person, and she's like, "What kind of service are you thinking about carrying out?" Uh, I mean, just your typical rite of you know passage. Uh, you can't enter the pueblo without, you know. Uh, some tortilla chips on your head, and I think the three of us combined can definitely um, ring those eternal bells for him. So please, uh, should sisters, we, should we ask and make sure that we're, this honor belongs to us? We're holy people. Just come on in. Come on. Don't mind the stench. And I like kind of wave them in. Oh Jesus! Fuck. Sorry, not uh, Glenn Bell. Fuck. Um, moral is <laughs> gonna step forward and say. Like, as, as she pokes her head into the tent, thick. this is a really bad fucking idea. Uh, You're not going to get away with this. Go ahead and give me uh, a will save just from poking your head in. Okay, um, that's a d20, right? Yes, and you want to roll under your willpower score. Right, so it's 14, and I rolled yeah. a 9. Okay, yeah, so uh, there's uh, the stench hits you. There's a little bit of fighting that you have to do. But uh, after a moment or two, you're able to gain your bearing and uh, and poke your head into the tent. Yeah, I'll beckon Bronwyn over, but I'm saying to Thick, seriously, how the fuck do you think you're going to get away of robbing this body in front of everyone? Uh, follow my lead. I said how? Oh, <laughs> I I'm going to make it up as I go. Nope, not doing that. <laughs> not doing that at all. Listen, you can't just rob the body of the Pope and make it up as you go along. He's too important. Like, watch. Rob. Vic, you're making a mistake. I kind of shrug it off. Don't do it. Come on, you're this close to surviving this fucking forest. Don't fuck up now. Just bide your time. I mean, it, it's going to go to the same place anyways. All I'm going to tell them is that, you know, since he died, we have to put it in the cart with uh, the chest, you know, all that shit. So whenever we do get to the Drew, Drew uh, what is it called? The uh, Dewdrops, Dewdrop Village, some bullshit. Yeah, when we get there, we can anoint a new priest, give him the jewelry. But this is where I come in. I'm not going to put it in the chest. Okay. And I then like kind of give you like a, like a, yeah, that's kind of where I got from there. And then what? That's kind of where. When the chest is empty. I'll be long gone. I mean, we'll be long gone. Thick. Sorry. I've known you for like three days. Um, and I think, you know, your eventual downfall will sadden me. Um, but optimism, optimism, my friend, Bronwyn, can I, can I get your help over here? I think at this point, Bronwyn has already dropped to her knees in a deep prayer. Um, she's very lost. 
the death of the Pope was very shocking. And the fumes are pretty evident, even from where she's standing, even if she's not super close. Um, so, and it doesn't feel right to be the one, like, anointing the priest's transition to the afterlife. Like, this is just all a little much. And so, um, Listen, I think sorry, I'm, I'm lost in a deep prayer and looking for for some kind of answer and meditation basically to the to the gods i'm gonna just kneel down next to bronwyn and i'm gonna pray and i'm gonna close my eyes and please don't do anything stupid okay <sighs> fine then i'll just keep this one ring and we'll call it a day i didn't, I didn't hear you say that because i'm praying so loudly right now and i'm just grief stricken excuse me um and she'll scoot over to bronwyn and pretend to pray as well uh, I'm going to come out of the, like, burst out of the tent. It's like, all right, did my thing. You can take him. Okay, <laughs> while all this is going on, can um, Tessa kind of come out? They've been watching and waiting in the in the brush. And yeah. I, when they see them all go to the one tent, she kind of wants to come out and peek around their campsite. Campsite? Yeah, campsite. absolutely. Do you want to be spotted or not? No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have you roll uh, a dex. So D20, roll under your dex score. One is a uh, critical, critical success. I got a 17. A, failure. a 17? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, you come across this campsite. While uh, everybody is focused on the cart, you start rummaging through the, some stuff. Uh, when uh, one loud metal item clinks across a few others causing the uh, the mercenaries uh, to uh, to turn and say to the people inside of the uh, Pope's cart, uh, I think we got some trouble out here. Um, I'm pretty deep into some drinks. I've been waiting all night, just sitting back, taking a couple <laughs> sips, so I don't really even notice my own faux pas. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so so I'm just gonna continue just to drunkenly stumbling around these tiny little campsites. <laughs> I'm like, gonna I'm continue so to rummage right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clinging and clonking around. Uh, Moral uh, puts her hand to her scythe. I'm gonna run back towards the Pope's tent. Uh, because I don't want any part of those monsters. Because I've seen the beast. So I'm trying to quickly get through all the tents. So do I happen to come across anything in this amount of time? Uh, let's see. I'm going to roll just to see what you come across. Uh, no, it's mostly just traveling wares. Uh, so you come across some bedrolls, some kettles, pans, pots. Uh, and then tents themselves. And nothing that resembles wine or is even liquid in a container. You might come across Ooh. my tonics. I did sell them to quite a lot of people. Yes, you do come <laughs> across Moralil's tonics. Okay, I'm going to load my arms up with as much as I can. All right, and that's uh, some of the loud clanking that's being heard. Morillo, you obviously recognize the sound of your own tonics clanking together. Okay, Morillo is up on her feet and moving in one fluid movement like a sprinter um, towards the noise, scythe drawn, 
looking as feral as, as all hell, like <laughs> eyes narrowed and dark. Uh, and she will leap up onto the cart. If you're looking through a cart right now, actually, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll say we'll say that Tezza was looking through a cart. Okay, uh, scythe to your neck. What the fuck are you doing? You're... Where... I'm trying to help you. Drop it. <laughs> slowly. I'm going to slowly crouch down. Is there any opening I can get to, like, stumble out of this? situation well the scythe is curved and it's around your neck so i'm also intoxicated yeah. uh i'm gonna have you roll a uh a deck save at disadvantage okay i got a 14 and what's your decks 10 10 uh so i will give it to you but the way you get out of the cart is essentially by um you know how like divers fall into water from a boat. Oh. Mm. <laughs> kind of just like leaning back and hitting the ground. Uh, you do the same thing from the cart. Uh, so to get the scythe away from your neck, you just onto the ground. Okay. And I'm still trying to hold on to these while I'm like backing <laughs> away. Yeah. Uh, I will say you lose. Uh, oh, just two of them. Just two of them kind of fly out of your arm. And, uh, break onto the ground. <gasps> they break? These, I'm kind of smelling the fumes and, like, looking at the rest of them. Just kind of skeptically. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, what's going on here? What is, what is this? You have a lot to explain. I have a lot to explain? I've been and watching. Laura, like, crouches at the top of the cart. Like, her face all, like, in weird darkness and shadow and fire, and she, like, drops down to the ground next to you, and she's like, What do you want me to explain to you, stranger? I'm gonna stare back, and I'm gonna say, Tessa's gonna say, I've been watching you and your group. More a little. How do you know my name? How did you guys get here do you know all of the the commotion you've caused and what that could the outcome the potential outcome of y'all being here mm, the potential outcome of me being here wow. as i slowly rise to my feet being here involves me dis discovering you stealing my shit i guess one of the outcomes might be me opening your throat does anybody else hear this? Someone looking. Tessa's gonna look around and see if <laughs> anyone's Marvel running isn't over. isn't talking loudly. It's like sort of like gentle conversational tone. And she's like, "But then again, as long as you leave the rest of my stuff alone and stop trying to steal from my party, on whom I depend for my life, you're probably gonna be fine. Probably. What I'm do you gonna... think's gonna happen next? I'm just gonna stare back at them." I'm going to consider, considering that this is not alcohol in my arms, and considering that I'm caught, I'm going to gently put the, the bottles down and say, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I might have a little bit of a problem. Not that that's any of your business. I bar we barely know each other. But I do, I do have a warning for 
all of you. You've got a problem. Well, if you don't, if you don't get what I mean, that's okay. Just see me as a. <laughs> you see me as another, another regular bloke, out here. Bloke, where are you alone. from? Alone. Are you I'm from alone. my corner of the world? And Marla suddenly like st- straightens up and smiles. You can't blame me for being out here. You know, I'm we're not both not from this area. From? I'm from south of here. Me too. And that's all I'm gonna say. Bloke, I haven't heard that word in forever. Anyway, if you've got a problem, it's not me, because you're not stealing my stuff anymore, so we're good. And she'll offer you a hand. That was easy, and I will take it. And if, uh, if you, I mean, if you want to, if you value your well-being, I I can, I guess, trade you some of this information for for what is this? I'm going to look down at the, the jars. You don't want that. Um, <laughs> it's it's broken on the floor. I'll tell you about it in the morning. You said you have a warning for everyone. I don't want to be the first person. Well, if this information can save my own skin, I'll give it to whoever, whoever lets me leave. Yeah, go, no, I mean, you could tell me if you want. No pressure. Uh, okay, I'll sit back down on the ground. I'm a little tired. And I'm going to say this with what happened last night and all the blood and all the commotion. I'm surprised nobody came to check out what happened here. And I'm surprised you guys made it through a quiet night. Because? That's all I can say right now. And I would just warn you that there are things out here, very dangerous things, and it seems like you and your party aren't really well equipped to handle them. So you came all this way to tell us that we're lucky to be alive and the forest is full of dangerous stuff that's trying to kill us. I didn't really come that far. I woke up over there I had some bad wine <laughs> and then I heard all the commotion well thank you Captain Obvious um, come to the fire and you can say that again for everyone uh, you a believer? in the bell Sylvanius Sylvanius yes yeah would you say that you know your actions are guided by Sylvanius in some respect? I just pray that Sylvanius is as ambivalent to me as um as I as I can get. I hope they don't have eyes on me. Oh, just... they have eyes on everyone. And since you believe in them and their power, I'm sure you'd agree that they're guiding you now. I can't deny that they have they have a hand in. in so they brought you to us to tell us this warning, yeah? That that can't be argued. <gasps> I guess. Excellent! Come with me. Um, Marla will lead you to the fire. I, I peek out of the, the smelly tent. Uh, there's no commotion, right? Like the There's about to be. Um. 
Yeah, uh, outside of the uh, the keening of the two clergy people, um, there really isn't much going on. I do want to say, uh, in the distance, there is a high-pitched shrill that, uh, to everyone but Tezza, is unusual and hasn't been heard. Tezza, you recognize this sound immediately as... Uh, as uh, the thing in your personal endeavor. Uh, you hear one in the distance, and then in a different uh, different part of the woods, uh, even further, you hear uh, a similar shrill shriek uh, respond, this time two or three uh, individual shrieks coming all at once. So it's one thing shrieking, and then a small pack of things shrieking in response. I'm gonna. Tessa's gonna whip the out their crossbow. This whole time, I want to say that Bronwyn's been like praying and meditating and looking for a sign. Um, can I roll for basically like I don't know some kind of divine inspiration? I'm about to give you a sign. Religious experience, and I, that's why I figured I mentioned this now so it could correlate with <laughs> fun, uh, fun, fun. yeah with uh, whatever you guys are doing. I'm gonna have you roll a d20. And on an 18 or higher, you'll be hit with, you'll, you'll be touched by the serpent. Okay. Whoa. Consensual. Oh, yeah. What kind of podcast is this? <laughs> I rolled a 20. I legit did. Yeah. So you hear, uh, uh, the, so you, you feel uh, a sensation you haven't felt since you first turned your heart to the church. And in that moment of that that warmth and that embrace is when you hear the shrieking in the distance. Oh, I feel so happy for Bronwyn. I wasn't sure if that was going to work out. She, she needed that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Morley was yelling, listen, everyone, Slovenius has sent us a sign. A prophet from the wilderness, with a warning to keep us safe. See, the Lord clears away the false prophets and gives us the truth. Speak, stranger. What's your name again, honey? Uh, Tezza. Tezza! She's... And not to interrupt, but it sounds like they've sent multiple prophets to teach you all a lesson. And I'm lo, gonna... she says there are... What? what yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. Did you say multiple... Sorry, what? <laughs> Multiple prophets. You didn't hear the screams. What are the coming. screams? Tell us, oh wise one. Can you fight? Do you have no? I, I'm fine. The urge to run. I mean, no. You need which direction now. are they coming from? Are they coming from farther up the path, like towards the graveyard Who's or behind they? us? From uh, actually from neither. Uh, they're coming kind of uh, perpendicular. The sound is coming perpendicular from the part of the path that you're on. We so it's coming from forward. deep in the woods. Uh, who who is they? What Morlel says about the false prophet. I've I've just had a divine vision, and I feel in my heart that this is right. Yes. What's right? What are we doing? Because we're I, trusting uh, Tezza. Morla. Can Tezza tell how far they are? Yes, uh, you can tell uh, that they will be there. Uh, just guessing uh at least the the one that was closer when it shrieked 
is maybe uh, a minute or two out, depending on if it can pick up uh, details of the party. Stranger, you were sent to us to guide us. Yeah. What else? Thank you for your divine intervention. Amen. What is this warning that you have? Tessa's kind of nervous and is looking (laughs) around. Um, If you haven't, they're coming. The shrieks, they're coming. They'll be here any minute. I'm going to look at the mercenaries and like kind of gesture with my crossbow for them to get ready. What should we do? Shall I draw my bow as well? Yes, yeah. If you've got anything. How do they? Okay. What are they? Yeah, I'll get get Tessa, what are they? Please. Goblins. Vampires. Wait, goblins and vampires? Vampire goblins? Vamplins? Gompires. (laughs) Gompires, please. (laughs) Please, gompires. Just keep your eyes peeled. I They're hard to spot. I, I can't fight. Not can I. Yes, you can. Draw your weapons. And I believe that if you believe, you will make it through this encounter. Stay by me. Okay. Thanks, Tessa. I, I don't know. Wink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks, friend. Um, also, I'm thick. Hey, how's it going? Um, I'll be sure to put that on your gravestone. Just get back. Very presumptuous. <laughs> uh, you hear the shriek again in the distance. This time, uh, the first one definitely much closer, while the others are still pretty far in the distance. Okay. Bronwyn is very renewed in her religion right now and just shouts into the wilderness to get back foul beasts for we have the power of bell on our side uh tezza you recognize what is going on with the uh what, what do we call them the gobliers yeah <laughs> gobliers uh with the gobliers you recognize uh what's going on is there is a scout that has caught wind of the party and is trying to guide the rest of the pack uh, towards them as it's searching. <clears throat> Can we just give them the Pope's body uh, as a distraction before as we run? Uh, that's actually really, uh, really interesting because it is near the Pope's cart that you begin to hear uh, the rustling of the leaves high in the trees. Oh God! Uh, above the cart. Would it help to set it on fire? I wonder. He was a false prophet. I touch my torch to the tent and run back to you guys. And the tree. Uh, go ahead and roll a. Uh, we'll consider this a dexterity check just to make sure you get to the cart, light it, and back to the tree mm-hmm. without missing the cart as you kind of. Okay. Uh, is that that's a d twenty? Yeah. Yeah, D20, Sorry. roll under your dex. Ooh, um, my dex is nine, and I got a six. Nice. Oh, God. Sweet. So in one fail swoop, Praise you just boom, boom, back. <laughs> As uh, the tent begins to crackle and burn, uh, the two clergy people uh, start shrieking in panic, screaming, What are you doing? What are you doing? As they start Come slapping at the tent uh, to try to get the flame out. Uh, it's at this moment, one of them uh, 
that smacking, you just see this pale, tiny pale figure hit them, and they, as they tumble into the, uh, as they tumble off of the road into the shrubs, you hear the screaming and gurgling of the clergy person and the ripping of flesh, as well as the shrieking of this small animal just devouring. Tessa's gonna yell, leave him. Grab what you can. There's more coming. Run! Come with us. Do you have... You, you come I'm with me. i to yell to the other clergy member. <laughs> uh, uh, they freaking out. They're just like, my side, or uh, my place is at the side of the cardinal. And is slapping the fire and like running back and forth trying to decide if they should keep trying to put the fire out or help the other clergy person. Disobedience uh, is a cardinal two... sin. <laughs> I had a vision. Uh, the two mercenaries... Uh, one of them has just fucking booked it. Oh no, they both have fucking booked <laughs> I it. Blame them. <laughs> yeah, they're not sticking around because they literally saw the beast just kind of fly in front of their face to take down one of the uh, one of the clergy people and just noped out of there. Are they running in the direction of the vampires? Uh, they are. Hold on, let's see. One of them is running. In the complete opposite direction into the deep woods. Hmm. Uh, and then the other one is running down the path that y'all have taken to get to this spot. I want to start running down the path towards the graveyard, I think. Okay. I'm taking this as a sign that we need to keep moving on in our journey. That the stranger was here to warn us and that we, uh, that we need to keep moving. Yeah, I'm going to stay close to... Uh to uh um uh Brunwyn me too um I'm I just don't want to die You're alone at this point. that's my only ambition <laughs> <laughs> uh Tezza are you gonna travel with them are you running down the path ahead of them you're the one who's familiar with this kind of stuff so Tezza's frustrated um I'm gonna look around <laughs> And I'm going to fire a bolt off into the calf of the person running away in the opposite direction that we're going. Oh, jeez. All right. Yeah. Uh, dexterity check. Okay. What a monster. I got a 12. And my dexterity is 10. Is a what? Is a 10. A 10? Uh, so you fire that bolt. Uh, it almost hits them, barely missing. Uh, they're just like... What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> they continue to book up into the uh, into the woods. It's okay. The adrenaline will draw them away. We'll just I'm gonna run after everybody else. Tessa. As we're running, I I uh, yell over to uh, Morillo. I told you we should have taken all the rings. <laughs> Morillo just gives Are you they a look. Over? Like a, what? As she runs, like between gasps, she's like, "Stop thinking about the cardinal's fingers in your mouth." <laughs> <laughs> I bet you like them better now. Oh. They're blo- oh bloated. <laughs> Tessa hears about the rings and asks, "Are they silver?" No, they're gold, <sighs> and they had rubies. I have silver on me. Useless. A little bit. That'll help. You can use that. <laughs> 
How? What do you want me to do? What the fuck? Teza, I mean, honored prophetess. Um, what should we be doing right now? You know what they are? What should we be doing right now? Other than that. Well, you said you all don't have any weapons. If you have silver, get it out. If you have wood, wooden stakes. I have wooden stakes. Oh, I have a cudgel. I have, I have you have a crossbow and silver coins. All of that can work, but I, you have wooden stakes. Mm. Okay, yeah, get get them out. What what else would you keep wooden stakes on you for if not for vampires? Tents. Um. Yeah, a lot of things actually. If you feel like being mean to a vegan, I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry. Uh, you begin to now hear the uh, shrieking of the um, the main pack is getting closer. It's not. Uh, they're definitely headed in your direction. Um, you also hear in the distance the shrieking of the other one. It seems that uh, it may be uh, distracted by some of the uh, uh, the other people in its vicinity. All right, I pull out my wooden stake. In fact, I'll give one to Bronwyn, one oh. to Tezza, one for me. Think you're not a fighter anyway, so. I was gonna say I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't take if it. If I, I were you, I just like snap the end of your cudgel. Then you got a really big wooden stake. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, you gonna do that now? No, no, I'm I'm like still running. Like I, I don't have time to take a break. <laughs> uh so after about uh a few minutes of running, you folks come to a fork in the road. Tezza, which way? To the cemetery? Is that where we're going? Graveyard? Yeah. Yes. Y'all are trying to run to the uh the graveyard that was uh on the map, but it's hard to remember for you folks it's hard to remember where the graveyard was uh i think tez may remember yeah i've got a map um are we going oh, perfect south on the map or north on the map north on the map right north yeah you're headed you're headed that uh that northeast pass um i think we should try to get back to the inn the more people the more fighters they won't let us they in. wouldn't let us in the, and they tried to kill us. The inn is not an option. I thought you were a local. No, look at my elegant chainmail. You think you get this in these parts? <laughs> I, I guess not. Um, I think that's the safest bet. Let's go to the inn. Uh, it's that's, going to the inn. You guys aren't fighters. No, we tried that last night, and it almost got us killed. Yeah, Why don't we they do had what some beasts there. Do and just make a circle and face outwards of our wooden stakes. Well, and that's I'm thinking that if we get to the cemetery, we can make it a holy ground, and evil can't find us there. I don't know if the evil is, um, you know, the kind that likes to turn the dead into the undead. That might be an issue. We haven't actually got that many people is with that us. A thing? Oh yeah. Does Does Tezza know if that'll work? Um, I feel like Tezza hasn't been, uh, ooh, no, I think Tezza doesn't know much about the graveyard. 
because uh, the graveyard is more of a um, I don't know how to describe it. Folk is is a piece of folklore. Um, so Tezza would know was would have heard about the majesty of this graveyard, but I don't think Tezza has officially been to the graveyard yet because of how out of the way it is to what Tezza does. Wait, hang on a second. Because... Sorry. Oh, go ahead. You can just consecrate the ground we stand on. Why not? Oh, now suppose... y'all want to form a prayer circle. <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually doing this, and it's almost like I'm... It's almost like we've got a really good DM guiding this narrative, but we've got snake oil, we've got a crisis of faith, and we all need to start believing right now if we want to be okay. Like, does that make any sense? Is am I completely bonkers? Have I just lost it? Could that possibly? I think work? so, but think? I mean, I'm down to give it a shot. You know, I wouldn't have thought that any of us were holy enough to consecrate a ground. I would have thought that we needed the Pope, but after seeing that he was a false prophet, I feel a resurgence in. How I define my faith. And I think we can do I'm this. I'm willing to try. I mean, this is literally oil made from literal snakes. We worship a snake god. Okay. I've got a snake token. We've got... you. This might... Oh my god, maybe I'm insane, but maybe... Maybe we should believe. Yes! So is that... Okay. okay. Yep, right. I gonna... always knew you had let's capacity make, let's, to let's be a true make believer. Holy... I... Yeah, fuck it. Fine, you fucking converted me. This feels weird, but I'm gonna try. My first one. Oh my god, I'm so. <sighs> all right. So what's the plan? Okay. I'm gonna bless all the holy oil. No, all of my to. You know what? As a sacrifice, I will bless whatever tonic I have with me, and I will sacrifice all of it and pour it in a circle of holy oil around us with enough space to sleep in. Thick. You have tortilla chips, right? We can of sprinkle course. those around the edge as well. Thick of has, course. Yeah. Um, not only is the salt protection and purification, but uh, the you know the holy tortilla chip is a big part of our religion. So, and I mean, worst case scenario, I am destroying my entire inventory. We have a grave, a grave site. Worst Thick. case scenario, come on, we got to be realists. All right, let's do it. Help me pray on all my, my. <sighs> Oh my words. <laughs> All right. So here's how this is going to work. Uh, for this to be successful, each of you has to pass a will save. Because you oh are praying and because you're trying to consecrate this oil, all four of you, or unless, Tez, do you want to be a part of this? Yeah, I'll, I'll pull my hidden emblem out of my shirt. My... All right. Uh, so go ahead, all four of you need to roll a uh, a will save, and I'm gonna allow one re-roll for the entire group. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, don't say anything. I'm gonna ask you each uh, after you've rolled to tell me if you've succeeded or failed. Alright. Are we, are we rolling up or You're down? trying to roll under. Oh. I rolled. All right, so Nick, oh. um, Thick got a Thick, sorry. Uno. Oh, nice. Ah. Yep. Bronwyn has mm -hmm. a will of twelve, and I rolled a fourteen. 
Oh. Tessa. Let's go with Marlo. You got a 20. Oh. Oh, yikes. Uh, Tessa also has a will of 12, and I rolled a 14. Oh, man. All right. Uh, I will say this. Um, I'm so sad. That would have been so cool. That would have been so cool. Uh, I will allow this one reroll. At disadvantage, whoever you discuss amongst yourselves who's going to do this. I... Uh, you're going to get one reroll at disadvantage. I am going to roll uh, a d20 as well. <laughs> and if you roll under this number, I'll say that Thick's willpower was enough to save and consecrate all of it. So whoever wants... wants to reroll. Whoever wants to do the reroll. Marlo. At disadvantage. Lucky dice? I mean, I just got a one. I I could I could roll again. No, no, no. Well, then uh, the twenty. You got a one. That's then amazing. you should because you got a twenty. Yeah. Anyone have any lucky dice? Mine's really all over the place. I'll be honest. I got divine inspiration earlier, but not so hot this time. Uh, I'm so. doing pretty good. So. I do think thematically okay. Morello doing the reroll makes sense. Not to, yeah. you know, this is just my input. Okay, no, fine. Okay. No, I think so, so too. At disadvantage, you just okay. have to roll under a number that I've already rolled and I will reveal to you <laughs> after you do your two rolls. Okay, my first roll is a six. Okay. Okay. My second roll was a 15. <sighs> All right, so uh, at a 15, the number you, you had to roll under was a 19. Oh. You have yes! successfully oh. my God. consecrated the oil. Thank you, Sylvanius. Glenn Bell. time as the first scout of the vampire pack comes barreling down the road, uh, hopping amongst the trees, stops, bracing itself as it skids towards the oil and just starts hissing and shrieking as it walks around this consecrated oil. Yes! Covered in blood and viscera. Uh, You can see its eyes white glazed over, almost as if it didn't have sight, shrieking at the four of you. Uh, Oh my gosh. It then kind of takes a few steps back, does a couple of barks and shrieks uh, towards the woods. You hear the barking and shrieking of a response, and the scout scurries away. Oh, Glenn Bell be praised. <sighs> Bronwyn uh, breaks down and starts sobbing in relief because, to be honest, I mean, she was really having a crisis of faith and had this renewed, uh, like, belief, but, like, that really easily could have not worked. And in the back of her mind, she knew that. Morelil is also crying. And any pretense she was trying to have at being like a dignified old lady is gone. And she's like crying like big snotty sobs like the teenager she is. <laughs> Thick is like, yes, I can't believe that. It worked. <laughs> oh, gosh. Tessa's rummaging through their like belongings trying to find a drop of anything and all these empty flasks. Oh, so we, how long does this stay? We, how, you know, how long does this stay as a barrier? Uh, I would say well, 
just because of the way it works and just the way vampires work, uh, you have maybe about a half hour to an hour before uh, the sun rises. So if y'all wanted to take this time to do a short rest, I don't think any of you have any health or damage or anything. But if you wanted to just progress time by taking a short rest, we could do so. I think we should yeah. collect as much of this dirt as we can into your bottles so that we can take the holy ground with us. Well, yeah. if Glenn Bell has taught us anything, the church is where we are. That's Yeah, I think that we should do what Bronwyn suggested. Um, <laughs> and gather up as much earth as we can. But first of all... And then we can consecrate I more places. I need to sleep. All right, so... Uh, oh, and by the way, I killed the Pope. What the fuck? Yeah. Why? Because he was going to kill you guys. And honestly, there are very few things I give a fuck about. Especially with, you know, the collapse of my village and all that. I can count... Yeah, no, it's you, points at Thick. You points at Bronwyn. Yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> Everybody else can fuck off. Do Do you mean metaphorically? You killed no. Pope. Nope. I don't know how to feel about that. Can't be starting on the path of righteousness without uh, with a massive fucking lie on my shoulders. So yeah, he was gonna kill you, Bronwyn. He was gonna kill you. He was going to kill me. He was going to kill Thick. He was going to kill all of us because he was selfish and craven and spiteful and vicious and broken. And if God had wanted to save him, he would have. But he didn't. Instead, God saved us. Sounds like and the God ravings brought... of a child. <laughs> me, 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 yeah. says Morrill and goes to sleep. Well, if if God gave me the sign that he was a false prophet, then it's good that he died. And if God brought Morlil into this adventure to serve that purpose, and she's a true believer because we were able to consecrate this ground, then that's a good thing. God, the mental gymna gymnastics you're going through right now, Brunwyn, is, is blowing my mind. I know a scammer but, when I see one, and, and Morlil's literally selling a snake oil. You know what I mean? Like, but, I, but um, if Morrill's gonna lift her head from the dirt and be like, um, snake oil is full of healthy omega three oils. It's actually genuinely good for you. And I lean over and I and say, that's fish oil. But maybe snake Morlil oil too is more devoted to Slovenius than the Bell, and is encouraging her own idea of, of prophets and false prophets. <sighs> Okay. And that's not. I know my name is thick, but my God, Brunwyn, you are thick. If you think that what Morlil did was the right thing to do, because she. Well, I don't know. Uh, hey, okay, hey, I'm trying to hey, figure it hey. out. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Morlil's gonna backhand slap thick. I mean, like you can say whatever the fuck you want about me, but you leave Brunwyn alone. You're the one playing with her emotions. I'm not. I'm not. You totally are. Absolutely. I have met yeah. many men who said they were righteous when in fact they were wicked. I don't I'm know wicked, what to believe. Okay? 
Bronwyn, I am wicked. I am not good, but apparently God's using me to do good shit, and that's great. I mean, maybe I had to be evil enough to send evil that was also incompetent so that I could keep you guys safe. I don't know. I do understand having to destroy evil with evil. Apparently I've been redeemed. You're the one redeeming yourself it saying that you've been redeemed. I said apparently I've been redeemed. How am I redeeming myself? It was Who redeemed it. you? Savinius. When? Right fucking now! That was our willpower, our belief in Glenn Bell that did that. I was praying to Slovenius. Well, you should be praying to Glenn Bell. Why? What do you mean, why? Why? He's the one who built the church. We are of Bell Nation. If you want to join the moon god Slovenius, then go step into the darkness, but here the bell rings. No! I'm sorry, unfortunately that's the way it is, Brunwyn. You're not here for Slovenius, all right? If you want to go and join those scales, by all means do so. But here we are ringing the bell. Did you just call me a scale? Huh? No, no, no. Like, like, Did you just call me a scale? Yeah, like that's what, like, you know, you're part of the scales of the serpent. You know, coming from a guy with such crusty elbows, that's really rich. <laughs> First off, I found all right, it's my redemption eczema. after a wicked act, and I believe that Morlo <laughs> has as well. Thank you. You know what you should do? You should use some snake oil to moisturize your elbows. That's why I wear a robe. It can it can be applied topically. You know? It's the it's the frigid air. It dries out my skin. All right, you happy? Thick all religion <laughs> aside, you should be moisturizing your elbows. Uh, real quick, Tezza, what are you doing while these people are arguing? You're in like a six foot radius circle, standing in the middle, just looking back and forth between this. everyone. Yeah. Kind of for my own opinion, I'm gonna tuck my symbol back into my shirt so I don't look like I'm taking sides. Uh, um, I'm just settling in. I was just settling in. I'm gonna sit down in the <laughs> ground, on the ground in the dirt. Uh, maybe rub a little bit of sand on me, and just let it play out. Cause I'm sobering up, and I'm getting tired. By the way, Morrill believes. Like she's got that feverish, glinty look on her face. Like she is. All of that murderous, stabby, angry darkness has been like sharpened and turned outwards, and she is ready for whatever Slovenius wants to use her for. She is a true believer now. She looked bonkers before, she's now bonkers and focused. <laughs> <laughs> like when you take your ADD meds for the first time. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Let's go! Hallelujah! <laughs> yeah. I want a shirt that says that bonkers and focused. Bonkers yeah. and focused. Oh, yeah. Like the cute but psycho thing, but like bonkers mm -hmm. but focused. So uh, <laughs> from here, do we want to take the short rest and then have the party continue in the morning? Yes. Yeah, I'm game. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, Bronwyn's cool. going to spend some time praying and resting sort of in a, a little meditative state for a bit too. And Okay. I'm going to be like an old man, like, friggin', friggin', you know what I mean? Like mumbling to himself. <laughs> <laughs> so uh after about an hour this is enough time for uh sunlight to actually be peeking through the uh the leaves in the trees uh, 
the uh yeah the sun is up you folks are ready to head on down the path it's easier to see the path now that the sunlight is coming through so there's less of a worry of getting lost perfect <gasps> so i guess we make our way to the uh graveyard right friends yeah let's take this consecrated earth to hopefully uh add to the consecration of more should we go back yeah. to our campsite and see if there are any survivors? And I look at Tess. That's actually a pretty good idea. I don't mean, I don't know. Tess is kind of nervous about it. They're not dumb creatures. They might be waiting for us. Huh. What about the sunlight? Does that not help? Yeah, that is a good point. I guess we have a limited time. They, that's where the cart and all the food and the rings thick are. Um, we're not going to get far in the forest without clean drinking water and stuff, so we should probably that is true. True. do a quick loop, save anyone who needs saving. What do you think, okay. Tess? I can't carry anything, though. Why is that? You know, I got lumbago, so. Perhaps her snake oil might help that. I've tried everything. <laughs> you haven't tried my snake oil. I, there might even be some left intact at the camp, you know. I oh, I appreciate should, yes. it. I I it, I don't want to, you know. It could like um. I don't want to impose. Okay. Yes, if we can okay. find anything of silver, um, and perhaps take some more of those wooden tent stakes too, that could be useful from camp. All right. Um, as Marla walks along, she looks up at Bronwyn and she's like, "So, do you reckon God likes it when I kill people?" I don't think I would go that far. I think your wicked act is what brought you to a path of righteousness. But I don't think... Why did he make me so good at it, then? Well, I guess it's there if you need it, but I wouldn't use it as a first resort. Hmm. Okay. And she's going to, like, keep asking you worrying questions like that as we walk along. I guess I think that he's made you a survivor, and sometimes that means having to kill others, but I don't think you should kill them unless it means that you'll be killed. Okay. Your job is to survive. And what do you think, Tezza? Is murder holy? I I think it can be. If you do it in the name of, of your God, and if it's uh, for righteous reasons. God, y'all are weird. <laughs> you know what? If it's a stabbing, it's always holy. <laughs> I don't know why y'all are uh, laughing. <laughs> that's really no, that's really. Bronwyn looks around and and, and quietly thing like, yeah, says to Morello, <laughs> what's, what's a murderer's favorite type of cheese? What? Swiss, because it's also full of holes. <laughs> Did I do it right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tess is confused. I don't know what Swiss cheese is. Yeah, I, I want to say to Tess, <laughs> I, you've you've joined us at a very weird time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call an evil cheese? What? I don't know, but you damned. <laughs> <laughs> I love laughing. <laughs> Me too. I also love killing people. 
I like the bit when the light goes out of their eyes. <laughs> That's something to sort out. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna... As you... It's called away. therapy. As you get closer <laughs> to camp, you guys are still maybe a couple of uh, turns away, uh, but the smell of smoke starts to waft uh, towards y'all. Uh-oh. Does it smell porky? Uh, there's definitely some porky smell in there, yes. Oh, no. Oh, my stomach gives an unwilling grumble. I feel really guilty about it. Yeah. That you feel guilty about. (laughs) (laughs) Murder is fine, but I draw the line of cannibalism. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? That's a really good point, Bronwyn. (laughs) I need to think about that. You need to think about a lot of things. But not right now. She rules her scythe. Let's go. Okay. So uh, as you approach camp, you start to realize that the fire that was sent or that was uh, that Morlo drew to burn down the uh, the Cardinal's tent slowly spread to the other smaller campsites uh, that were around, including the carts that were there to draw or to uh, to carry supplies, meaning that a number of supplies in turn have also been burned to smoldering ash. Uh, Not much of the fire is left. There are small pockets of fire. There is more of just smoldering crisp along the sides of, uh, along one side of the road, the side that had the, uh, the cardinal on it. I'd like to go to the, where the cardinal's tent was and kick around the soot and see if the rings and the necklaces are there still. Uh, So with a heavy thud, you hit, the uh the cooked corpse of the cardinal oof now uh ashy and golden not completely burnt to a crisp more of like a well well done pork chop stop okay uh, i kind of want to like <laughs> break off the fingers and take the rings uh yes yeah, so uh as you reach down and squeeze the hand the juices from the cardinal's body leak through its skin uh it's it's charred skin uh lubricating the rings nice yes is that how the lube lad started <laughs> <laughs> let's hope not oh god oh, with, you just with, had with, an idea and you were like hang on with founding member lube thick theft yeah um cool i'm gonna go ahead and pocket those rings and uh take that necklace all right uh I'm going to say, or hold on, uh, are you putting them on your fingers or are you pocketing, pocketing them? Because if you do pocket them, it's going to take up uh, an inventory slot. I'll okay. wear them. Look at them, the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> no, gonna, you, know. you are not the Pope. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> oh, now y'all get all serious. Um, Tez is going to... It's gonna... not just that. It's just that I don't like Popes very much. <laughs> Tez is yeah. going to say, I've, I've got some stuff hidden in the woods. A uh, box with some, some steaks. Uh, I'm gonna try to go find it. All right, go ahead and roll that d6 for me. Oh no, is that the box I stole? Oh shit. Oh, you you. Well, what did it look like? I I show you the box. Well, is the box your definitely? Box first, Tessa. Yeah, it's definitely your box, Tessa. <laughs> okay, yeah. Mm, who stole from who first? All right. I'll, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna keep this. This is mine. Yeah, sure. I told you it was a sign. Back then I was lying, but it turns out I was right. It was a sign. 
Oh my god, it was right! I said that Slovenius led you to us, and he did. Wow. I, I can't really, after all I've seen in the last couple hours, I can't really deny that. I mean, I, I, I try not to believe too hard in anything. Um, but, I mean, maybe something's happening. Maybe you're right. Oh, it's okay. I'll believe enough for the two of us. Well, I think we should get the fuck out of here and make our way towards the uh, the graveyard while there's still plenty of daylight. Yeah. Are there uh, any tortilla chips the around? Just... We're converting the dead souls. Yeah. And consecrating the ground. Okay, and then we're going to get out of the forest, right? Well, then we're going to keep making our way towards Dewdrop. Will that take a long time? Are we far away? Bob. I'm not sure, Tessa. Are we far away? Tessa, you know uh, the village that they're talking about, even though uh, uh, Thick is definitely saying the wrong name. Yeah, uh, for sure. I uh, Yeah, I, I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you have an idea of what they may be talking about. It's a village north of the woods. They're uh, maybe two days travel away from there. Okay. Um, Tessa's going to think and say, yeah, I think... I think it's about two days, um, but these parts are infested with vampires. So what do we do? I mean, do we keep going? Do we turn back and head back towards Flavorton and shit? What do we do? I think Flavortown. It's very I far away for sure. Wrong, but it's it's yeah, it's further away. Okay, mm-hmm. I think that our options are either to march really fast back to the village, no, forwards to the village north of the forest and then send a properly equipped party back Mm. to deal with the graveyard. We don't want to make the mistake the Pope made, yeah, which was you know, why help those who help themselves? I think it's kind of like, not you Thick, you you have made and will make a different set of mistakes, I'm sure. Um, Maybe. You know, not not being well equipped, not thinking about how you're actually going to achieve his work. I would vote for marching through and then coming back in full force and clearing okay. out the vampires. Let's do this properly. I'm willing to do that. Are there tortilla chips anywhere at the camp that I could? Everything grab? is uh, everything is burnt. Do you have any uh, thick? Uh, yes, but why, why would... Well, I'd like to put them in my shoes. As a, like, sort of like a hair shirt, but like, tortilla chips in your shoes. I have a very limited amount. As a walking tribute. Yeah. To protect our steps as we continue forward. I have a very limited amount, and your belief in Slovenius has, uh, has made me weary of how well these chips will do for you, so... Uh, until you've you've pro- proven otherwise, I- I'm gonna just hold on to the chips, as you know the Morrell as hisses. as the new pope. You know. Did you say as the new pope? Like you're the new pope? Uh, unfortunately, it was definitely bestowed to me um, by no, it wasn't by Glenn Bell. <laughs> I killed him by Glenn Bell, and I thank him every day for it. I think no, you know what we do to false prophets. If I kill you, I get your stuff. I'm being nice right now. I don't appreciate you posturing in the same way that other man did. I, like, scoff at you. <laughs> You're one to talk. Tessa's just 
putting snake oil on themselves. Like, <laughs> it. it is actually really good for your skin. Just um, taking in the drama. Let's let's move forward and make our way and uh, um, uh, you know bless these these people who had the misfortune of dying before Glenn Bell could shine his light on their people. No, no, no. We're skipping the graveyard thick. We're going straight through this forest and we're coming back with a big army of believers to root out the darkness where it lives. Fine. That works out for me too. Um, I guess we'll just head towards the village. All right. And uh, y'all cool with taking a quick 10 minute break to use the bathroom, grab something to drink and stuff. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, this is so much fun. This is so much fun. I think Bronwyn might uh, be more into Slovenius. Maybe (laughs) this is where her path led her. I think there's going to be like a, a an order of killer nuns. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think Thick might need to, you know, get with it. Or whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa! You can't talk to the new pope like that. <laughs> you keep calling yourself the new pope. I don't know, man. Bronwyn's been through some shit lately. She might uh, take matters in her own hands. I'm just saying. Don't you want to feel loved? embraced, and a part of a real family? Don't you want to join a community of Taco Bell lovers? The hardest truth about life is in order to give life purpose, you must serve a master. And like the shining light on the hill, Taco Bell guided us from the abyss. What if your purpose in life is to give purpose to other people's lives? To offer a pleasant Taco Bell meme. A comfortable truth about the Mexican pizza. See, there is no abyss. Taco Bell is more than love. Taco Bell is more than life. Taco Bell is eternal. And our existence can have a higher purpose. The Taco Bell cult has chosen you. Yes, you, as a messenger. Will you accept the call? Join the Taco Bell cult today the largest Taco Bell Facebook group. Uh, so you all decided that you're going to, are you going to continue down the That's path? question. Or are you going to try to cut through the woods themselves? I think, I mean, I'm looking at the map. Um, and it, you shouldn't be because it's gone. I know. So it's hard to. <laughs> I think we should stay yeah, in the no, light. Tezza has a map. Tezza has a map. map. Who told you that? I don't know what it's a map of, though. It's just you a did. map in my back. Did I? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we should stay on the trail um, with the most light. Yeah, I think we should stay on the path. I don't As think it would make a huge along, difference. I'm just going to show Tezza the map that's in my pack and be like. Is this? If um, I can look at Tessa's map. Of any area that you recognize by any chance? I assume it's I the don't same remember map that I've got. The, the map that we had done, what. I don't remember the context of the map. Um, In my, you know, kit, along with the dowsing rod and the spyglass and stuff, there is a worn map. And I have no idea what it. Oh yeah, what it uh, uh, that was a uh, a different portion of the land of Yum. Oh. So I may as well smoke it. <laughs> smoking, we smoking maps. 
Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, let's do it. Um, has Teza cut through the woods at all? Because I assume yeah, so we're, cause there's, that there's path a path that, like, that swoops out, out, which is the longer path, and then, and then the one that swoops in, which is the more difficult path, but is quicker. Um, you've definitely spent more time dealing with the the path to the left because of where the um, the gobpires uh, tend to reside. You don't spend as much time in this area and you don't spend as much time in this neck of the woods uh, as as you do in the other portion. I think at this point, though, it's probably too hard to cut through. Like, we're close-ish to them reconvening. Let's just go. Let's just run for it. Yeah, Yeah. we should just go. All right. So you're just going to take the path? Yep. Yep. All right, so uh, after a couple of hours of travel and uh, the part where the path starts to snake around towards the graveyard, uh, you come up a hill over the top, and then as you reach the peak of it and look down, you're able to see the graveyard, uh, which is a sprawling metropolis of headstones, uh, of headstones, uh, mausoleums, um... Uh, other graveyard stuff that I, for some reason I can't remember the name of. Crypts? Uh, crypts? Yeah, crypts. Uh, crypts, bloods, uh, all... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, all across. <laughs> and this is maybe the size of like a, a large town. This is a giant graveyard. Wow. Uh, I want to lean over to uh, uh, Brunwyn. Uh, we must speak with uh, the the village quickly. I mean, this is a lot of bodies that we're gonna have to bless and excavate in order to get their goods. Um, so I, whenever we get to town, if I could leave that up to yes, you to, to spearhead that, that'd agree. be amazing. This is huge. There's so many lost souls we'll be able to help, and probably uh, good so, that we're coming back at another time. Yeah, I, don't, so I doubt this you, could be done in a day. Yeah. Uh, as you look down, sorry, I'm pulling up my notes. Um, as you look down into uh, said graveyard, you realize that the edges of the graveyard actually feed into the woods themselves. Uh, your options are to go through the thicker woods around said graveyard or to cut through it. No, I- I'm leaning towards just cutting through it. I haven't heard anything have. about Can this we get graveyard? Through the graveyard before the sun goes down. Oh, yes. I mean, I don't know much about this graveyard. I thought it was a lot smaller, um, but I'm assuming by the size of this, there's probably a groundskeeper or um, some type of uh, a grave digger nearby, at least. You know how in our world, there's mm-hmm. the story of Moses like parting the Red Sea from the top of a hill. Can we possibly bless this graveyard from where we are? I mean, I, I may have that type of power now that I am the Pope, but... <laughs> uh, um, thick. You are not the Pope. <laughs> this jewelry says otherwise. You just stole it from his sad, dead, bloated body. 
therefore I've become him. Um, do you want those no. rings taken career, off your some fingers? Would say. Thick? Oh, thick. I do pity you when I can be bothered. Sisters, we've gotten this far sticking together, and I believe Glenn Bell can push us even further. I don't know who Glenn Bell is, but as long as he gets us there. Boom. Love the attitude. Um, so, yeah, let's cut through it. Yes. I mean, uh, by his will, right? So uh, one more detail I forgot to mention is uh, to the east past the graveyard, deep into the woods, you see a column of smoke. Oh, fuck. Here we go. One more detail. Yeah. Huh. Uh, that's <laughs> fairly far off into the distance, though. Okay. But it's noticeable. Can we smell it? No, this nice. is like that could be where uh, the maybe... So you have maybe about a half hour trek from the top of the hill down to the graveyard. Uh, and from the graveyard to that billow of smoke is another half hour trek. So it's, it would take, it's, you know, it's a good distance off, but you can see it. I suppose well, we you know what? Disaster forward. will follow us wherever we go. We may as well just keep moving. Yes. We've got two gods on our side, so. That's yes. true. And we one do. pope. Marlil is going to use like the positive reinforcement thing of just ignoring Thick whenever he calls himself the Pope and being like really positive and praising him whenever he talks about literally anything else. Well, I've Bronwyn's seen the way you treated the other Pope, so... Bronwyn wrestles him to the ground. Is that competing okay. strengths? Uh, I... Yes, it is. Glenn Bell Jr., please ring your bells on me. So whoever rolls the lowest is the successor. Seven. Ten. Yep. So, uh, so Brenwyn is able to successfully wrestle uh, thick to the ground. Moral, I need you to take these rings off of his fingers. Yeah, as long as I don't have to use my mouth. Unhand me! <laughs> Do you know who I am? No, uh, Marilla will take them off one by one. All right, uh, go ahead and roll. Uh, I'm going to have you do a, a strength test just to be able to hold Thick's hands down as you take them. Well, I'm thinking knee on his chest, uh, hand on both wrists. I'm very slippery. I'd like yeah. to use a dex whenever I can to try to slip Ooh, out of it. Okay, so my strength is nine, and I rolled an 18, so I failed. Yeah, all right. So I with mean, that, that, I'm going to let you... More fucking scrawny. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to let Thick roll a dex then in that moment. Uh, I rolled an eight and my dex is a 10. Is a 10? Yes. All right. So uh, you are able to not necessarily slip out from under Brunwyn's hold, uh -huh. but you are able to keep your hands uh, away and slip okay. one free. You could Test, easily just put your hand on my face and just push me. Like, I'm that much smaller than you. Just like... <laughs> You know, uh, I'm I uh, I'm I'm just gonna say, Tess, can you can you please uh, help ease the situation? I tell them I'm Tessa, not. A threat. I would appreciate if you removed these rings from his hands. Ooh. I'm trying. Ooh. Wow. No, Marlo, uh, you did your best. I understand. I don't want to get in the way of whatever your gods have put in in you. Uh, this seems like a religious war. I want to. <laughs> really take sides in case it might seem like 
you know, I'm for one or the other, I think. Am I able to, like, I don't know, trap his hands behind his back, like crisscross almost, and use my legs and arm and, like, use the other hand to remove them? So you want to, like, Brazilian jiu-jitsu thick and try to take the rings off? I'm very large and very strong. Uh, and I feel okay. like I could weigh him down. Yeah, let's do uh, competing strengths again. Okay. Tessa's going to throw their arms Can up. I help? We're, we're wasting daylight. Is that a um, mechanic in this game? I agree. Yeah. Uh, we are wasting so daylight. That's a great question. The way this game uh, is built is you are allowed to add and subtract whatever kind of rules you want. So we can definitely add a helping mechanic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so essentially, yeah, you'll just be rolling a, a, a added advantage. advantage then. Okay. A nine. A twenty. Ooh. So, uh, <laughs> with a uh, with a uh, a quick snap of the wrist. Um, what's your HP at, Thick? A five. A five? Mm -hmm. So let's go ahead and take one of those away, uh, because of how, uh, how much you were fighting back and just the leverage that, uh, Brunwyn had on you definitely caused some, uh, minor carpal injury to you. Okay. Spraining your wrist. As, okay, uh, fucking take them then. Jesus. I don't want to stop you. fighting. Okay. Thank you. God. I wanted to be known that I ask nicely many times. No, you you, you actually didn't ask point. me once if I can just give them to you. You literally just attacked me. Um, but if that's the way these woods will uh, turn your mind, then uh, you're, uh, you're truly uh, lost. Whatever. Marlo's you can have them the back if you stop calling yourself the Pope. No, don't give them back. He turns his head. That property yeah. is rightfully mine, though. I did steal it. And I'm letting you carry it because I don't want to be unencumbered by the weight of said jewelry. You're so weird, Thick. Morlil, do you want the rings? Oh, you Me? can carry no, them. You can have them, Bronwyn. Uh, actually, you know what? Tezza saved our lives, so... Yeah, do you want them? Let's do like a... Um, hang on a sec. Um, Moralil will put all the rings in a hat and shake the hat up and say, how many are there? Like 15? No, there are six uh, of my rings that you have inside of that hat. Tez, will you dare take stolen property? Tezza, take three. Whichever three you want. Go for it. Uh, Tezza, I want to uh, interject real quick. While this uh, has been going on, you've noticed standing on a rock off to the side of the path uh, is a large black ram that has just been staring at you and the party the entire time that this kerfuffle has been going on. Um, but it's been staring almost as if it has intent or purpose. Um... Okay, noticing that, I'm gonna just grab the hat with the rings and throw them in the direction of the ram. They got my ring! The ram's eyes follow uh, the rings as they land, and it slowly brings its head back up to you, and with a very quick, yeah, the ram jumps off of the rock and slowly starts trotting towards the graveyard, only to stop 
turn back towards all of you and belt one more time as it starts to head off. I'm gonna back and see if it turns. It stops and very slowly turns its head back towards y'all and then looks back at the graveyard and just keeps going. Tessa, what did you say to him? That's... I I can't repeat it. I can't repeat the words. You only speak that um, holy language to uh, those entities. He looked offended. Well, the rings are his, and I think that's right. Me too. That's a goat! What do you mean? The rings were his. Where does he, he doesn't have fingers? It's up to <laughs> It's up to your god now. Just let the rings go. Is that this is that the pod situation that you find strangest thick? You don't know. He could have fingers. Maybe he'll pull his hoops off and have fingers inside. You don't know. That would be, be disgusting and an abomination. <laughs> okay. Come on, let's well, go. Um moral a, you said the entity, what is that an entity in a f- certain form? It's given entity vibes. I, uh, I think it wants us to follow it. Oh. Wait, we're not going through the- Wait, we haven't decided. Are we going we through gonna the graveyard? We're going to cut through the graveyard. We're going to cut through the graveyard? Yeah, why I not? Think... I think we should follow this um, ram. I don't think we should follow the ram, but sadly the ram is going the direction that we're going anyway. It's kind of like when you say goodbye to someone in the market <laughs> and then you, you know, you turn the corner around like the, the, the vegetable store and they're there again and you're like, oh, mm. goodbye again. This is kind of awkward. Um, okay. I'm going to go walk up to the hat and pick up the rings since it's obviously not interested. Please, I'll take those. No. Uh, we can we can figure it out, out later. I don't want to anger Sylvanius by giving this to you and i don't want to anger glenn bell if you don't deserve them if glenn glenn bell exactly. if i do not deserve them please strike me down right now more little slaps you but that wasn't from glenn bell how do you know you said he's almighty how could it not be from him you're not gonna play your little is he almighty me, or not right? I, i'm not brunwyn i'm not because gonna, either I'm not, he's almighty i'm not a rube okay and he don't is insult my intelligence or he's not tess is walking away and you're full of shit i'm gonna follow tess Taking my rings and throwing them, <laughs> saying I'm all right. Pope. So uh, after a bit of travel, you make it to the uh, the opening of the graveyard city. Uh, large iron-clad uh, fence kind of wraps around the perimeter uh, of this place. Uh, there's a very large opening that you're able to enter the graveyard through. Standing at the gates of the graveyard is the ram that gives a a very soft bleat once again and turns around and trots into the graveyard. As it does this, you start to notice a thickish, eerie fog just kind of starts to materialize flowing through the the graveyard. Uh, And maybe about 40 or 50 feet away, the ram fades into this into this fog and belts one more time or bleats one more time does anybody have any rope i have some twine all right let's tie ourselves together shall we i'll light a torch okay i'll lead the way we need to not get lost in that mist 
Uh, I'll I'll be the last, uh, but I'm gonna also to un like unsheath my my dagger. Like have or it in little, my do you hand. But nobody with you. Nobody sees me do that. Which rocks? What? The ones you were using to track our path. Uh I don't think I picked them up. I don't think that's I would okay. have had the presence of mind. Sorry. No, that's totally fine. But we got our holy jars. That's nice. Yes. Um. You know what? Actually, I'm just gonna like take some of the um, oil-soaked dirt out of um, one of the containers, um, and say, uh, "Would anyone like to be blessed?" Yes, I'll take what I can get. Um, and she'll just like do a symbol of like the Uroboros, or like basically just a figure of eight with a circle around it, um, on anyone anyone's forehead who is willing and she'll be praying sincerely as she does this like please whatever you do with my life don't let it be a waste let it be dedicated to you and your goodness that symbol's blasphemous to me so i'm not i'm not accepting that would you like a blessing of the bell i'd still be happy to provide that for I you won't. i'll put something else on your forehead if you like no it's okay you sure i uh uh, I believe in both the Bella and Slovenius. I am... Um, That's why you are misguided. You don't want any kind of holy oil. I'll bless myself, thank you. Because I still have my own chips. Okay. You can have both. Last chance, I'm putting the jar away now. I don't say anything to that. Tezza? I'll, I'll take it, thank you. Okay. Let me just point out, all of our gods got us to the, the same place. We're all here together. Exactly. Yeah. And thank spit. <laughs> uh, with that spit, you hear the ram uh, bleat again. Uh, this time, a slightly more uh, urgent blare. Okay, light my torch. <laughs> I'm going to lead the way. I'm going to get my air bladder out so I don't have to breathe in the whatever spooky spot fog this is. Okay. That's smart. So right. uh, as you're traversing through this uh, this fog, after maybe about 10 or 15 minutes in the distance, once again, you hear the ram this time in a slightly instead of straight ahead of you is uh, off to the left some and gives out another blare. Can we see through the fog Wait. enough to know if that's the right way to go? We're not necessarily following the ram, right? The ram is just there. Is that right? I thought we were following him. I was kind Wait. of following him. I mean, we do need to cross through the graveyard. Is the ram going the direction that I have a we would take to rod. cross? So I can lead us to a body of water. All we need to do is get across in a direction and stick to that direction. Like, you know how a, a compass doesn't really matter whether it points north or south or east or west, as long as it sticks to one. That's true. But we still need to go across. I don't know. I feel like the ram has something important he's trying to tell us. I will navigate towards the ram if you guys want me to. Is there How anything we, we know about the ram or like fog in this area? What was no. that? Is there anything that I would know about rams or no. fog or? Whatever? What kind of? Vibes no, this is am very unusual. From the ram. Vibes? Yeah. Uh, here, I'll do a, uh, a will check. Do a vibe check. <laughs> yeah, do, do a vibe uh, check, please. A one? 
Mm-hmm. Mm. So the it's it's uh, on it's truly up in the air. It vibes feels very wise. neutral. Yeah, especially because it hasn't been that long around the ram. You folks aren't entirely sure. Or at least you specifically, you're not entirely sure. Okay, but it doesn't feel outright bad. No, it doesn't feel outright bad. <sighs> um, If we're trying to cross the graveyard, are we still going the direction of the ram or is it taking us into the forest? Um, I would say... Because of the fog and because just of the uh, the structure of the graveyard, that doesn't seem to, like, because, like, it's not like a grid system. Yeah. It seems almost like all of these headstones and crypts and mausoleums uh, were just built the more and more this graveyard grew. Uh, similar to, like, a city. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, there's some structure, but it doesn't necessarily make sense. If since you've you've never been here, well, I don't really know which direction we're going, and it doesn't feel like a harmful entity. So I suppose we should just go in the direction of the ram. That's exactly what I was getting to. Okay. So uh, after a little bit more trekking, maybe about another ten minutes or so. Uh, this time, to the right, you hear the ram. Okay. Um, and uh, following that, or I assume you folks are just going to be following the ram every time it, it bleats. You're going to head in that direction? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so after, well, does the sun still, can we still see the sun? And It's, it's because of the fog. Like, it's definitely light out. It's definitely like... Uh, there's still a lot of sunlight, you can tell that, but the fog has just made it, um, you know, it's more overcast, so it's a little more difficult to, uh, Okay. Uh, yeah, but it's nowhere near sundown. You have at least another eight hours until the sun sets. Hmm. Um, after about uh, 40 minutes or so of following uh, the different uh, bleats and belts of this ram, um, there's a longer, uh, stint of time before you hear the belting of it. Uh, this time when you do, uh, there is an echo that comes with the belting of the ram. Uh, and instead of the traditional belt, it's more of a deeper burr, and it kind of echoes out throughout the, uh, the graveyard. Can we still tell the directionality? No. I guess we stop. <sighs> it's um, still really foggy. Yes. Do you have any uh, bodies of water on your map, Tezza? No. I mean, to the south that we've come past. Well, at least we could use Morlil's dowsing rod, perhaps, as a f- compass just to know which direction we're facing. Oh my god, yes! Because if the dowsing rod is pointing south, we can navigate. Exactly. 
Um, I, but who knows if there are other bodies of water? I mean, we can trust that we can, so we can trust the dowsing rod. We can trust the dowsing rod. It's a dowsing rod. And this map that I have isn't too thorough, right? No. Well, I mean, he, the goat wanted us to stop, right? Or are we just gonna keep walking forward? We can't really, we can't really reliably walk forward because we don't, we can't navigate in the fog, you know? Yeah. What about the sun? What about the direction of the sun? Good question. Uh, so, let me bring up because you've been traveling for about an hour. Oh, yeah. So it's still before noon. So, um, it is diffused, but you can, uh, if you f- spend maybe about ten minutes of time, you can make. If you're willing to spend the ten minutes, you can make the outline of exactly where the sun is at. So, if okay, you're. Uh, Y'all are cool with just chilling for a bit. Absolutely. If it means yeah. that we know where we're going, yeah, that's time well invested. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, after about ten minutes, Tez, of... Uh, yeah. Uh, after about ten minutes, um, you recognize you are headed northwest. You're headed in the direction you need to head. That's good. Um, but now there are additional sounds that are starting to come from around the graveyard. Uh, the sounds of scratching and thudding are kind of softly echoing throughout the the graveyard uh, in multiple directions. Do you guys hear that? Yes. Oh boy, is it scythe time, friends? What, what do you mean? Right, I'm just gonna uh, daub a little bit of holy oil slash mud on my scythe. Um, dab a little bit of it onto the wooden stake that I have. I'd be like, okie dokie, let's get pokey! <laughs> uh, Brenwyn, you notice to the north of the party, uh, there is a silhouette that is starting to break through the fog. How is it moving? Uh, it is moving um, fairly slow, but it is a human silhouette. Okay. Does anyone else see that to the north? I like squint my eyes. Yeah. I, this, uh, hey! Is that Mo? I like, call I out to it. I call out to it. Huh? Hey! I don't. I don't know if you want to draw attention just yet. Oh, it can see us. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it, this is probably the groundskeeper. Hey, friend. Hey, uh, hey. The silhouette starts to uh, pick up a little bit of speed. Not much. Now it's more of just kind of a casual walk. Ah, shit. Oh, um, Why don't you go forward to finally. meet it since you're so keen? Is it uh, waving with back? It, through the fog, uh, breaks three more silhouettes following behind it. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, no, no, this is good. A welcoming party. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna hey, friends. ready my crossbow just in case. Take a step back. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. 
I'm not like walking towards them. I'm still like tied to y'all. So I'm backing away from you. But you're at you. the back, so we can just like put you at the front of the queue, and I will go as far back as I can, uh, as the as the cause will let me. Who? What order are we tied in? Well, Arthur <laughs> was at the back. Then, uh, Thick was at the back. Friend. Oh, sorry. Uh, Thick was at the back. Yeah. Um, I was at the front. I don't know. Moral. Yeah. I don't know. Like Morlil, me, Teza, Thick. Okay, so that means now it's yeah. Thick, Teza, Bronwyn, Morlil. Mm-hmm. All right, let's just rotate this line and put you at the front, Thick. In the thick of it, you might say. Sorry, I'll yeah. go home now. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, thick, you now notice uh, because the silhouettes are maybe about thirty feet away. Um, this casual walk is actually a shamble. Ah, oh, uh, uh, guys, I and then I like start like kind of inching my way back. Uh, I I don't think they're here to greet us. I think they're here to eat us, and I like start rushing to the back. Okay, yeah, let's pick up the pace. Yeah, let's navigate out of this graveyard. That fucking ram lied to us. Uh, it's with that you hear uh the final a deep. Demonic bellow of a ram. With it, the fog doesn't necessarily, it doesn't dissipate. It more rises, revealing a little bit more of the area uh, where, sur- not like surrounded, but every 10 to 20 feet or so is a pocket of shambling corpses about Fuck. 40 feet out uh, from all of you. There is room to break through. Uh, but you are definitely surrounded. You know what I really Let's love go. to Let's go. I'm going to start pulling. Curry goat. Uh, I think we should run now. I agree. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Uh, because you are tied together, I am going to have all of you roll deck saves. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I got a two. I got a 17. I got an 18. (laughs) I got a one. (laughs) All right. Uh, So, uh, as you you are running and because of the order that you are in, the fact that Brunwyn and Thick have fallen over uh, means that both uh, Teza and uh, (laughs) Moralil are Tezza and Morlo, go ahead and roll uh, deck saves again. I got a 17. I got an 11 and I'm at a 10. Oh, yeah. So uh, because of Brunwyn and uh, Thick falling, the two of you fall as well. That's okay. Sorry, Dad. Don't worry. Yeah. Can I untie myself? Uh, the corp... Yeah, can uh, we cut it? Y- yeah, you can. I would. I would encourage cutting, as opposed to untying. So if y'all want to cut, cut the uh, rope. Yeah, the twine. Okay. Then yeah. I will quickly pass, like quickly, like clamber everyone over everyone, like grabbing the twine with my teeth. Cut, grab, cut. Really quick, I've got that hat of rings, um, and then my mm-hmm. inventory's full. Would that contribute to anything? Um, I've got a slingshot. Uh, no, it. 
Yeah, if, you're, if your inventory is full, that just means that you are encumbered. You move a little bit slower. Uh, but not enough to drastically... I mean, you guys are in a fog surrounded, so I don't think you'd be full sprinting. Uh, unless, <laughs> unless that's what y'all want to do. You see Thick get on all fours and start running like a rat. <laughs> can you can you roll a dexterity save with advantage for that? A ten in my dex yeah, is a okay. ten. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're you're you rat sprint. But what the ever loving <laughs> fuck is wrong with them? Oh god. I'm gonna let Thick get a little bit ahead and and then then follow. Okay. Maybe it's time for that um, arrow to the calf trick. I'm running short on arrows and malice. (laughs) (laughs) Rough times. A lot of fear. Uh, Okay. Well, well, I'll just keep running. All right, cool. Try to stay Uh, kind of close to Marlo and Tessa. I have have my torch, Uh, if that helps. It does. So uh, everyone is going to roll a, a will check. And then Marlo, you're gonna roll with advantage. This is to see if y'all make it to the uh, the northbound gate of the cemetery city. Okay. I'll be yelling to me to the light. I scamper over there. Ooh, with advantage, <laughs> I got a one. I got an eight, and my will's okay. on an eleven. I got a nineteen. I got an eleven, and my will is twelve. You got a nineteen. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Moralil, uh, Thick, and Teza, uh, you see the Iron Gates again, uh, fully open, uh, leading back to the road as you sprint at full force, uh, coming across it. As you break the perimeter of the fog, you notice that, uh, uh, Barwin is not with I would you. run back immediately. Brandishing the torch ahead of me. Alright, uh, Brunwyn, you are lost in the fog. So I'm yelling, Brunwyn! Brunwyn! What if I get out my torch? Yeah, go ahead and... That's so fine. you bring it out and light it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for her. Okay. I'm looking for her light, you know, metaphorically speaking and physically. And I can um, hear... More I'm going to have you both roll d20s. If you okay. can get within three numbers of each other, I'll consider you being able to notice each other's torches. Uh, I got a one again. So no greater than three apart. I got a three! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it was meant to be. Yes. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Brunwyn, you, got you a one notice. Again? Yeah. Yeah, you notice in the distance uh, a torchlight. And my voice calling, Marla! Come towards me! So, uh, <laughs> Brunwyn, I'm going to have you roll a uh, deck save with, uh, with advantage just to make sure you don't tumble into any gravestones. Yeah, or we'll anything. see. Hopefully, this goes okay. All right, well, I already got a three, so, and my dex is a 12, so it's okay. Right. Okay. Let me here. Yeah. Let me make sure because I just got a three. I'm gonna roll again. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I do want to say, okay. uh, whenever me and Tess get to the gates, uh, I'd like to close them in, until they until I see 
You know what I mean? Like, for the time being, they're kind of lost, so okay. I'm going to close yeah. those gates. Uh, strength test. Uh, my strength's an 8, and I got a 12. Okay, yeah, you can't close them. Okay. Can I try to help? <gasps> yes, yeah, so with their advantage, so go ahead and roll. I hope you're locking us in this graveyard with a bunch of fucking zombies. You really won't be stuck I'm with this not, guy? I got a 14, <laughs> and I'm only at a 13. Oh, okay, then yeah, so no, uh. No, they don't I'm budge. thinking about that cranberry song, you know? <laughs> I, okay. uh, linger? Uh, so, uh. Uh, yeah, the community version, though. Uh, winger. Britta, yeah. Marion, Jeffrey Winger. No, zombies. Great show. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, neurodivergent. Sometimes I miss sarcasm. Um, hey, let's go. <laughs> I was just happy to talk about community. Yeah, that's how I feel whenever I get to talk about community. That's how Dane Harmon feels, too. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, rip Rick and Morty being good. Yeah. Uh, so uh, after some sprinting, uh, Brunwyn, you meet up. With Marlo, the two of you break through the fog barrier as well through the gates out onto the main road. Now oh. we let's shut it behind us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so um, I guess just everybody roll strength. if we get two successes. Strength if every yeah. Now Success. I get it. Now I get it. I got three. I only got a thirteen, and my strength is like nine. So yeah, I'm good. Mine was a nine. My strength is fourteen. Mine's a okay. three, and I got an eight. I mean, vice versa. Yeah, mine's an yeah. eight. I got a three. So, um, you successfully close the gates. Uh, as you do through the fog barrier, comes the ram, uh, slowly trotting out, not chasing, but just acknowledging that you're there. And then Belts turns around and runs back into the uh, into the fog. All right, Bell, damn him. Moral's gonna turn well, around and of... give Bronwyn the biggest hug. She's like, I thought I lost you. <laughs> you never could. Yep, and uh, now that you folks have made it through is where we are ending today's session. We will be uh, following up and ending the story of the Diablo sauce made me do it uh, in about a month or so. So everybody yeah. listening, <laughs> uh, stick around for that because it's going to be a spine tingling ending hopefully yeah of this mini series wow i never ever ever thought moral would end up being a believer yeah well, <laughs> and i never thought bronwyn would end up getting that, yeah a little, little edgier yeah i like it i mean honestly the thick as uh, thick as the pope you know oh what i mean God. like who would have thought <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed um, Tezza. I'm sort of like imagining like the drunken style of kung fu if that was ever real. Like, yeah, yeah the exactly drunken master, kind of. Kinda, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I really, well, I'm really well done, Tezza TW. That was really creepy. Yeah, yes. I felt yes. such a deep sense of dread when we were like about halfway through when we were following the ram. Like, I felt okay with the ram at first. I don't think the ram was evil. Like, we still like got through, but like yeah it was horrible i don't know that when it was like the resounding bleat and then nothing and then the zombies i was just like oh my god i felt like i was like lost in the forest the fact that we made that out like made made it out of the the graveyard is 
I'm like very surprised. Yeah, I am too. And I can't wait for everybody to see uh, what happens to y'all next time. So we're going to uh, sign off. Thank you everybody for listening. Make sure to listen to the first part of the main campaign and uh, tune in next time when we finish the land of cheese and sauce colon one shot colon the Diablo sauce made me do part three. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. (laughs) This show is made possible thanks to listeners like you. For more great Cheesy Gordita Network content, follow us on social media or go to CheesyGorditaNetwork.com to stay up to date. Thank you for your support and stay Baja blessed.